So hello and welcome to the podcast, The Generation Gap, here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. It's uh, Clive here and I'm with Sarah today. Hello, Sarah. Hello. And we're going to talk about the Eurovision Song Contest. It's very imminent. In fact, the um, it's already started this week because we had the first um, semi-final round actually last night. So we can talk about that as well. Um, now, Sarah, I, I know you've obviously been watching the Eurovision Song Contest for many years. Can you can you remember when the first time was you watched it? No, because I probably don't remember that. I definitely remember watching like Hans, Hans win all those years ago, but I can't remember exact ones. Do you remember the Norwegian boy on a s- skates with his fiddle, for example? That's who, yeah, him. Uh, wasn't Mans the year before? I think I'm sure Mans was Mans the year before. Probably the year anyway. after. Yeah, okay. So the last few years, anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's been going for I think 65 years, and I, and I can't 66. 66. Okay, and I can't remember obviously when I first watched it, but it wasn't that far back. It was probably in the 70s. Certainly by the time ABBA won in 1974, I certainly saw that. And that was... Probably one watch the year before when we won. Absolutely. And then, of course, um, uh, one of the interesting things to me was, I was just thinking about this, that um, when ABBA won, it was obviously in England. It was actually in Brighton, in the Brighton Centre. And that was one of the biggest halls in the country they'd chosen at the time. And I think it seats about 1,500 people, something like that, which obviously is tiny compared with the way it is these days. I mean, the, this year's one in Turin, I think it's probably got, I don't know, 100,000 places at least, I should think. It looks enormous. Yeah. Well, they'd all be in sort of the O2s or whatever now rather than just there. It would have to be something like the O2, wouldn't it? And even then it might not be big enough. I don't know. So we've got to win to find out where it will be. Absolutely. Because right. we haven't won in over 20 years. Well, I think we should speak about that. I mean, each year, of course, we we have a, a British entry. And each year we say, oh, it's really good and excellent. And, and the, the person... Who... And we're always guaranteed a place in the final and we still can't win. Well, yes. But, but I mean, also the, the person who's the artist each time. So fantastic. They've gone down really well. They made huge efforts. They go around to all the countries and sing in all the countries and go on television everywhere and so on. Now, this year, they've been saying very much the same about Sam Ryder, about um, but I think it's much more real this yeah. time because he's a TikTok star, apparently. Um, not that I know much about TikTok, but obviously um, he's very well known all across the continent anyway, and he's been going around doing all the rounds. So there is a real chance that we might actually get better results than last year. What, what, what did we I get last year? I don't think you can do worse than last year. <laughs> <laughs> we got... Didn't we get zero points? Yeah, zero points and obviously bottom of the table. So we, we should be able to do better than that, I hope. Anyway, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think there's a possibility of worse, right. unless they introduce negative points. So, so in past <laughs> years, which ones do do you sort of do you remember particularly? Well, um, yeah, you always remember the winners because they perform about seventeen times afterwards. Um, there's there's always the memorable ones. Like I wasn't thinking about some of these. I thought, oh, they're really weird. But then Netta was the one that everyone went, oh, this is. Have you heard the weird one? And no one actually expected it to win. Indeed. I remember that one. Yes, of course. I mean, I think most years I'm a bit disappointed because the one that wins isn't one of the ones I really think should have won. Uh, we didn't like last year's winner, did we? No, I, I didn't really <laughs> like last year's one. I mean, I'm sure they're very nice people and so on, but it just didn't really um, strike me as that. I think the other thing is most years there's a song or sometimes more than one which is an earworm. 
you know one that you just can't get yeah. out of your head and I think that's um, there's, there's certainly a couple this year like that and I'm thinking actually I really like those two um, and I know last yes. year I, I think I can work out which ones you're on about okay we'll see <laughs> when we get to it now last year there was a fantastic one from Cyprus called El Diablo which I thought was fantastic and I, it was just going around in my head for, for months afterwards um, and I, I can't remember where it got in the I think it did reasonably well, but it was in the top 10, I think. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it, it wasn't exactly a contender for the win. Obviously not. In the leaderboard. Okay, so now we both spent lots of time going through the um, songs. And I mean, I think you probably watched the videos as well. I watched both of them as videos. Yeah. Um, but you can also get... Well, some of them were videos, some of them were performances. I'm not sure why that was the playlist I ended up on yes that's right and also I mean you can go to Spotify and just get a pull up a list which is the whole lot of the songs for the year um, and uh, I haven't had a chance to really go through all on that but I mean you can listen to them all they're all there um, I discovered on the YouTube thing I was on you could actually select English subtitles for lots of them so I know what the words meant oh that's interesting I mean obviously a lot of the songs are in English Actually, I counted how many were in English. Do you want to know? Okay. This year, 31 are partly English and 24 are fully English. Although there are two where they literally have one word, not English. And last year, it was out of the 39, there were um, only eight that weren't another language. So 31, again, that were fully and only three more that were actually mixed so it's actually less ones in english this year than last okay you're now qualified as a fully qualified eurovision nerd i counted the wikipedia page <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right so let's start then i mean obviously there's how many songs is it 40 40 40 and um obviously that means some countries aren't involved we know why one of them isn't um but some of the others yeah, well, it's, it's, there were two new ones because last year it was 39. You go, but we've lost one. How have we gone up? It's two countries didn't compete last year but did are back this year. Yeah. I mean, there are some countries that sort of think, oh, I don't think Hungary's in it this year, for example. Um, and mm -hmm. anyway, look, so um, can you tell, let's, let's pick out some um, of the ones that you've heard, which ones sort of jump out at you very quickly as being, you know, good well, we'll start with the two that I labelled bonkers. And I think you can probably guess which two. One's got a wolf in it, I'm sure. Yes, that certainly wins best name. <laughs> but I have no clue what was going on in the video. They seem to be alien wolves from the moon or something. Right. I think it's, it's picking on some sort of legends of wolves living in rocks or something in, in Norway. Yeah, no, well, it's... Give that wolf a banana so it doesn't eat my grandma. So that's Red Riding Hood. Ah, that's very true. I hadn't thought of that. Good, good, good point. <laughs> that's Little Red Riding Hood. So it's aliens trying to stop Little Red Riding Hood happening. Okay. I suppose. Well, I mean, this is this is the song from Norway, and the people <laughs> yeah. wear these strange yellow um, costumes, which are sort of wolf-like costumes. Um, it's one of the yeah. one of, every year. There's always one or two really sort of silly ones like that. Well, that's why I said that Netters was down as that one, and that managed to win. So, <laughs> well, Norway's got a strange um, sort of history of either having zero points or winning, <laughs> so they don't seem to go in yeah. the middle. Uh, 
Well, it's one of those ones of sort of, it's certainly memorable and wouldn't fit in anywhere else. They couldn't ever use that song for anything other than Eurovision, could they? No, and the other one which um, jumps out as being a sort of classic Eurovision thing is the Moldovan song. I can't remember what it's called, but basically it's, it's got... I'll find it on my list. It's got sort of... Um, <laughs> folky music and they've got a, a fiddle player they've got an accordion they've got stupid costumes and they do silly dances running around yes the it, it means train i google translated the name and obviously in the video he was on a train and everything went a bit bonkers oh, is, is it, yes that's that's my other bonkers one. is that the one which is actually about the new train system yeah i think it is isn't it it's about a new train that's going to Romania yeah, from, from, from somewhere to bucharest yes that's right gamma the sea so it's like it's like <laughs> us doing a song about hs2 <laughs> don't think that would be as catchy <laughs> not. okay but they're both sort of novelty type typical eurovision songs and yeah. they're, they're the weird bonkers eurovision ones well there's a few more where i went there very eurovision as well okay uh, okay which ones are that my other ones um well iceland i actually said was a very 80s kind of eurovision one like that wouldn't if you'd shown me that clip and told me it was from an 80s eurovision i wouldn't question it right it's a bit country and western to me as well i thought yeah um, it's like three women or is it four with with sort of funny hats. three women and the the drummer and the drummer um yes it's quite good it was a bit sort of um well, it's, it's a nice sort of going along yeah, Quite I, said, I think they sort of watched older Eurovisions and went, "Oh, let's do something like that." Right, that, it's sort of the the people like who were versus ABBA or something. They were going after. I I don't really know who else was in that year, but you know well, what I mean. I think anyone in Iceland following on from last the last two years has a bit of a, a mountain to climb, I suppose, because the uh, uh, daddy there and his uh, yeah. I I think I've got the equivalent of El Diablo was the Romanian one. Oh. The lam, lam, la, I can't say that. La mame, it means call me. <laughs> okay, I don't. That doesn't come to mind to me at all. But um, you can't remember that no. one. I thought that was the the sort of El Diablo equivalent. Although I said the one I've had in my head today has been the Ukrainian. Yes, I know that's very catchy, actually, isn't it? The um, the chorus for that, yeah. although it's all in Ukrainian, so I don't know what they're talking about. Um, it is actually <laughs> very catchy. Saying, but... It's a mixture of sort of folky music and that's a it. rap. I'll show you how to turn the subtitles on and so you can read the words in English. Right. <laughs> anyway, yes, I mean, let's talk about that now. Obviously, the Ukrainian one is the bookie's favourite. And I imagine there's... Um, but that's not necessarily because of the song. Well, I think, no, but I think the song is actually very good. Partly, but... Um, but I think there's two reasons, really. One is, obviously, that there's a lot of sympathy across Europe. And um, the other thing, I suppose, is there's a, <laughs> there's a practical thing that came, came to my mind, which is obviously that there's about four and a half million Ukrainians currently living outside of the country in neighbouring countries, particularly Poland. And, of course, that means that they can vote from those countries. They can vote for Ukraine because they aren't in Ukraine, yes. And obviously some who've made it to further countries, like lots of people have made it here. Yeah, well, I think that, so my prediction is that I'll be really surprised if Poland doesn't give 12 points to Ukraine. <laughs> yes, well, I think they probably would anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously also then the question would be, can they host it next year? That does cross my mind, yes, of course. That might be an interesting <laughs> um, exercise. Because... Currently, half of Ukraine is already rubble. They probably lost wherever they would have planned to host it. I wouldn't know where they would be planning and whether that does still exist. But... Well, I think the centre of Kiev at the moment is actually um, 
not too badly damaged with things. But yes, you're right, they probably mm. have a problem. I mean, apart from that, I don't know how many people in Ukraine will be able to watch this if it's going to be on television locally there. I imagine it will be in some places, but obviously they're, they're not all got electricity, let alone television. No. Anyway. All the people hiding in basements. We'll see how that goes. So other other songs. Now, are there any others that you sort of particularly liked or don't like? Um, I liked um, the Armenian one. You probably don't remember. It was the, just the girl with the guitar and the video had her house flying. Um, is that the one? Because it was quite a basic one. So it's probably not going to do very well because it's not a catchy one. Is but... that one where she's, got, where she's got lots of post-its on the wall and sort of taking the post-its off? Is that the one? No, her house was she it grew, it grew like boat wings and started flying. Boat wings, like sails, came out of her thing, uh, her, of her windows, and then the house started flying. Right, I don't think I've seen that video. I must have heard the song. <laughs> I, I I do think the Armenian song was very good actually, um, and the singer's called Rosa Lynn because I made a note of that and I put down that. I think that's a really good one. Um, and yeah. I think uh, we mentioned Iceland. In the semi-final, which was last night, um, the Danish one called The Show was actually not got through to the final, which was actually quite a shock because that was a really good song. I yeah, I, I noticed that because she started on the guitar and then it went all rocky. <laughs> that's right. And that is an all-women rock band, basically. With That's the one with the, yeah. the, the drummer. You must have noticed the drummer. She had these um, fluorescent green sticks. Yes, her fluorescent green sticks. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a bit sad. I mean, like last year, there's a couple of songs which got knocked out in the semi-finals, which perhaps didn't deserve it. So I think that's a bit of a shame. That was a good song. Did you like the video of the Czech one? Because I know you like that sort of thing. The the one that had the basically the Cyberman earpieces, because you were always going on about those. <laughs> uh, well, it was all right. I didn't really think the Czech one was a particularly good song, actually, to be honest. Did, did you watch the video, though? Because I know you, you were always going on about those every time you see anyone with, like, earbuds. And uh, though, when there was an episode of Doctor Who, that wasn't a thing. Now they are a thing. <laughs> it seems to be. Uh, yeah, I didn't really pick up on that, to be honest, I must admit. Um, so let me see. Um, you need to watch that video. Other, other songs. There's quite a lot of Sigrids in the competition this time. Yes, certainly Australia. Uh, well, yeah, but there's a couple of others as well. In fact, in one case, I saw an article somewhere saying that the singer from, I think it was the one from uh, Malta, had been at school with Sigrid which puzzled me because yes, Sigrid obviously but... is Norwegian and I can't work out how they'd be at the school together, but uh, there you go. One of them travelled. Obviously. <laughs> so, a um, song from Croatia called Guilty Pleasure. Now, I like that one, but that was also actually lost yesterday in the semi-finals. So that's a bit sad. Yeah. Then, in terms of rock, last year, obviously, the... the Man Maniskin won and they were a very heavy rock band so there's quite a few rock songs this time round yeah because people have gone oh well, that's what people like yeah but there's a really good one but that never works never try and do what they did last year because you'll never win absolutely so Bulgaria I don't know why that's ever been a thing but it is so Bulgaria a thing called the Intelligent Music Project and I thought that was actually really rather good it started off looking a bit sort of um, heavy rock because they had a big guitar solo at the beginning but then it got into a really quite nice sort of um, sing-along type song so I thought that was actually yeah. quite good no, well, it's talking. It's only one last year. This one, they've gone very opposite to they did last year. Anyway, what do you mean? It's a very romantic one. 
what with a romantic rock song. The Italian. Oh yes, indeed. It's very different to their one last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite. A... They aren't trying to do the same as they did last year. They've got the total opposite. There's quite a lot of ballads which are actually quite good. Yeah. Um, well, I said the Australian ballad is certainly I didn't, a powerful one. I didn't one. like that one for some reason. I can't remember why. Well, I, I thought he was a bit seer. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so there's um, a good song from Ireland. There is generally every year Irish one is good. And uh, that one I think is uh, a particularly good. Yeah, that was a very pop song. That's rich. Um and yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Sweden always is good. And this year, the one is called Hold Me Closer. Um, and that's a, a woman singer called Carmelia Jacobs or Jacobs, perhaps. Um, and uh, that's pretty good, I think. But it's not it's not a winner, I think. But it's a, it's a nice song. No. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's the ones with the instrumental dance bit. It's like Cypress's one. Mm. The la 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 bit was actually really catchy. They don't really translate that with the la la la's and things. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, la means come on. I did a lot of Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have been hard at work on this, haven't you? Right, so then um, there's a, an interesting, a very sort of um, serious ballad called Boys Do Cry, a guy called Marius yeah. Bear from Switzerland. And I reckon that's one of those ones which it could do really well or it may not. But, you know, if people really like it, that could actually be very successful. Yeah. It's sort of those, you're not sure how it will go, but, it, yeah, it's it might be the dark horse. Right. Now, Earworms. The Earworms, to me, the um, Ukrainian one, the Kalush Orchestra, Stefania is the name of the song. Um, yep. That's got a chorus, which is um, quite a thing that keeps going round and round every time I hear it. Yeah, the Mama Stefania. Hours afterwards, yes. But the other one, which is really, really the earworm for me, is the Maltese song by a young lady called Emma Muscat. It's called "I Am What I Am," and yes, that is one. Now, I think almost certainly there's a 1970s disco song with that as a title, but it's obviously a different song. Um, but it is pretty good. Yeah. The, the the video of that has got her playing a grand piano, but I think um, I'm not sure she's going to have a grand piano on the, on the stage on Saturday, but uh, you never know. She might you do. Never know. <laughs> um, but I think that's it. And it, in fact, I think that's my favourite. So that would be the one I would like to see win, but I don't think it will, but it may well come up in the top few. Um, did What did you think of the Serbian one? Remind me. The one about um, what is called Incapore. No, I'm not sure I remember that much. No, I, I just remember reading the words in English. It's um very odd and begins with complaining, how does Meghan Markle get her hair like that? Really? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Even though it's not in English, you will be able to hear the words Meghan Markle if you listen at the beginning. <laughs> she says it more than once. Who were? That is strange, yes. Um... <laughs> that was certainly one of the oddest. And the other one... Although the Lithuanian one then fought for that title. Because <laughs> my notes for Lithuanian just say odd. <laughs> That's the only thing I wrote odd. down. <laughs> um, every year there's certain countries who I think do a good job every year. Sweden is one. Greece is the other. Um, and this year they've got uh, a woman who's got a very long name called Amanda something. Amanda Georgiadi Tenfjord, which sounds like a sort of Tenfjord, sounds a bit Norwegian. I think she also was apparently at school with Sigrid, or maybe it's her that was that. I got muddled up. Um, a song <laughs> called Die Together. And I actually, when I first heard it, I thought, that's Adele. It's a sort of Adele song. 
It's yeah. a really powerful song, and I do actually like that one. Um, and I think that um, it may be down to the performance. If you see the video, the video is really good because she's going around with a boyfriend, sort of climbing up rocks in Greece or something like that. And on the boat. And on the boat, and that looks quite good. But on the stage, it's just her doing, singing it. And I'm not sure that's going to work quite so well, but I mean, it is a very good song, and I thought actually that was no. that was probably some of them. The video is more memorable than the song, like the Latvian one. Did you see the video for that? The game show. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> that was a bit of an odd one. That most of the song was about a dating game show, sort of. Um, oh, what's the one called? The first the dates. Three choosing from yeah, first dates choosing from three people. I presume they have a version of that, but it was all about eating greens is cool or something. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yes, what a strange. <laughs> it's thing. a bit like there was that one last year that we said wouldn't look out of place on like CBBS. <laughs> what was it, German or something? Was it the German one or something oh, oh, last yeah, year? We were like, it wouldn't look out of place on CBBS. So it was that sort of equivalent one. And in terms of the Sigrid Sigrida likes the uh, the Netherlands song, which is called D. Deep tea, deep tea, I think it is, um, is actually uh, very similar. And the, the woman singing it looks like Sigrid as well, actually. Uh, yeah, um, that means the depth, by the, the depth. way. That's right, I remember that. The depth, yeah. There was a piece when yeah. they were introducing the song yesterday and they said that she refuses point blank to sing in English because she can express herself better in Dutch. Now, most Dutch people speak very good fluent English, so it was a bit surprising, but um, that was a thing about it. And uh, she's obviously very intense because the way she sings is very, uh, very much like that. So I think that's quite good. I think it may be a slight surprise that got through the semi final, to be honest, but um, it obviously is quite a popular. Your know, one I liked and was surprised when I looked up that it hadn't got through last night was the Albanian Secret one. Yes, I know. Because that was, there's a lot of romantic ones. But there generally is. Well, well, I mean, I think the thing is that the sort of depth and, and vari variation and songs across the uh, Europe is basically very similar because we obviously all listen to much the same music. And so someone like Sigrid or Taylor Swift or whatever are all well known across. Or Adele. Or Adele, I'm sure. And obviously perhaps Sam Ryder are known very well across the, across the um, area. Hopefully. Yeah. So <laughs> let's see... A, what did you think of his video? We haven't said about his video. Oh, it's pretty good. His his hair's interesting. The the one where he's on the he's like being interviewed and then just starts singing, and then his seat takes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Again, it's down to the performance on the day, and he again is going to be by himself yeah, on the stage. So we don't show. know what he's actually going to do, like staging and all that stuff. Will they have a rocket? Going to be the interesting. Will they have a rocket? Or will he just be sitting in the chair pretending it's flying? <laughs> <laughs> or holding the controls? They could actually probably have a chair hanging from the ceiling, but they might not want to do that. Yeah, I haven't seen what they're doing. And I think some of them, they deliberately keep them a bit secret till the last minute. Yeah. Well, the, the others can't, but the big five can. So we do tend to keep it secret. Yeah. I think in the Thursday's semi-finals, they're going to show at least some of the, the five um, songs as well as the people obviously in the uh, in the contest to, to get through to the final they'll also show some of the others um but yeah. let's do some predictions then so what what's our prediction because every year when i've done this program about um eurovision we've made predictions and i've never got anything right and nor has uh, anybody else <laughs> well um i suppose norway and moldova could win it depends whether people want bonkers ones <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's probably less likely this time. I imagine people are probably wanting something a bit more different and normal. Yeah. But I said we didn't. No one expected Netta to win, and she did. Absolutely. Um, and I think, if I remember, the, um, the time Ukraine won before was a rather um, like that as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, we didn't say the French one. That was quite catchy and very Eurovision. Yes, I heard that, but it was all in French, so I couldn't understand it. Yeah, well, I had a lot of trouble trying to find the meaning of the name because it's not in French. Oh, it's in Breton. Bre- it's in Breton. Breton. Exactly, yes. Which is even more confusing. So, yes, it's not even in French. It's actually in Breton. Does Google Translate do Breton? No, it doesn't. <laughs> I had to find a different page that actually knew Breton. And even then I was having trouble finding the meaning. Okay, so I think... I did get it eventually. It means spark. Right. I found it on the Wikipedia page about the song. Okay, so we're <laughs> going to predict the winner this time and we're going to probably go with the favourite, aren't we? Though we did that last year. We reckoned on Malta last year and they came fourth. So there you go. Um, so obviously Ukraine must be the favourite for this year. It is actually a good song yeah. and obviously there's other reasons why everyone's going to want to support them. Yeah, well... I- I'm going to say the dark horse might be Romania. Romania, okay. As I said, I think my, my favourite, so I'd like it to win, would be Malta, but I'm not sure that's really going to happen. Uh, no, well, I, I said I'd like the one with just the girl on the guitar, but I don't think she's going to because it's too basic for Eurovision. Yeah, but it is good. But a few years ago, the, the, Armenia one. the Portuguese song a few years ago was very much like that, very, very simple, just the guy with his guitar. And that that term did very well, and it was a sort of yeah. So I mean, it can happen. You never know. It just depends on the day. Absolutely, and the hundreds of millions of people watching it around the world, well across Europe yeah. anyway, because they can't vote anywhere else except Australia. No, well, America and stuff do watch it, but yeah, they can't vote. Thank goodness they can't all vote. My goodness, what would happen? <laughs> Though we would definitely have the weird ones winning. I think you're right. Anyway, okay. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> I think Norway would be guaranteed if America could vote. Of course. I think the, the other important thing about the Eurovision is, of course, that people do actually learn where all these countries are. I bet not many people know where Moldova is, but I'm sure they, they might pick up on it now. Certainly no Americans. Well, they don't know where Europe is. Um, <laughs> okay. So, look, thank you, Sarah. That's a good um, rundown, and we've had some sort of chat about it. Whether we've got anything right at all, I don't know. Whether anyone's going to um, agree with us or not, I don't know at all. But anyway, it's fun talking about these things because it's quite an entertaining thing every year. And it's all about entertainment, yep. isn't it? So you've been listening to the Generation Gap show here um, on Radio Verum, or actually as a podcast now, um, with Sarah and me, Clive. And you can listen to the podcast um, from Radio Verum's website and from... Wherever you get your podcast is the phrase we have to use these days. But you can go on yep. Apple and Google and Spotify all and all those places. Um, so thank you for listening and uh, do look out for us again. <laughs>